0: day after day i must face a world of strangers
1: where i don't belong i'm not that strong
0: yo what up everybody it's your boy dre says and welcome back to the dre says podcast uh, like I told you, in 2021, we are going to have special guests. And today I have two special guests. Not one, but two. Uh, y'all already know Fly Def Man, Fly Def yeah. in the building. Uh, and we got the homie Kyle in the building today. Uh, I asked Kyle if he had a nickname. Uh, he did not have one. And I didn't want to come up with one on the fly. It might be offensive. So Kyle is in the building. What's up, Kyle?
1: What's up? Hey, man, I appreciate you guys having me on this.
0: Yes, for sure. So Kyle, I need you to explain to everybody who you are because they know who we are so far.
1: Right on, but yeah, my name is Kyle Palmer. I am a local independent financial representative. Um, I run a local group called Community Impactors, a small uh, small uh, young professionals business group, uh, you know, focused on networking and how we can kind of impact our communities. Um, I moved here, you know, moved to New York just over 10 years ago. So I'm a Florida native. Yeah. the great land of Polk County. Do not Google it. You'll just see the <laughs> sheriff trick. Grady Judd. That's all you get. He's the star of the, star of the county. <laughs> and alligators. I, that's what you get.
0: I, I'd have been all through. I remember So So I was supposed to go to Kyle's wedding and then work interfered. But I remember him telling me where his wedding was. And I'd have been all through Florida. And I ain't never heard of this place. <laughs> <Dover>. there,
2: there's, <laughs> one rule, there's one rule for African-American people in Polk
1: County. What's that? <laughs> please tell me
2: when you drive through, don't stop <laughs> just keep yeah, just,
1: just keep driving.
2: <laughs> people that live there, you know they've dealt with it, but if you're not from there and you're going through Polk <laughs> County, don't stop. well it's I will
0: I will be the first one place say,
1: we'll call it that
2: <laughs> I will be the first one to say I don't know if, if New
0: York State has changed Kyle or not. But Kyle is an ally in my eyes at all times and has yeah. been since I met him.
2: It's not about Kyle. It's not about
0: Kyle at all. It's not about yeah, Kyle.
1: Right. <laughs> so no. Rel, so, Rel's no. a special guest. and the backup guest. <laughs>
0: right, right, right. <laughs> Rel's a special guest. Kyle's just here to fill in spots. No. Um, that's no, right. actually, we're we're doing this because Kyle reached out to me and, and he had asked me a question that I wasn't a hundred percent prepared to answer, to be honest with you. Um, and I figured a lot of people like me who watch my show probably weren't, aren't prepared to answer. Uh, So I figured we would dive into it a little bit deeper. Um, And that was on the aspect of um, financial literacy, right? And and, and our community. Um, And when I mean our community, I mean the minority community and how he would be able to help. And I said, you know what? I'm not sure. (laughs) I said, but if you, I mean, we could talk about it. We could try to figure this out. And that was the reason why I had Terrell on here. Sorrell is the more even killed one of 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 the two of us. Um and I, I like to think is more financially literate, literate than I am. Um so why not have you I mean uh the, the solid part of, of fly definition on here as well.
1: The financial part of fly death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: like look at the <laughs> look he <laughs> gave on his face, like yeah. <laughs> sure. We're not gonna go to the night. I'm not gonna say nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so what okay so in a, in a nutshell what what do you guys do Kyle? what do you do
1: yeah so i sit down with uh individuals and families and teach them kind of you know what it looks like and how to put a financial game plan together so we kind of started hey let's let's start One, do you have debt do is there something we should be thinking about with you know putting a plan in place to help you pay off that debt quicker so you can get to saving quicker um obviously you know outside of the getting out of debt it's kind of hard to save when you've got debt interest rates that are outgrowing your your rates that you're receiving you know from from and you know whether it be through investing or whether it be just you know a lot of people just put their money in the bank because it's the safest place to put it right it's less risk right um so we just kind of teach them um go through some financial concepts and share um some educational pieces to help them understand like how do you properly construct a financial house do you even know you know where to start what's the foundation from the ground up um and then teach them, obviously, you know, obviously the importance of understanding what products that you're purchasing. Does that fit your actual financial goals? Does that fit into your financial plan like it's supposed to?
2: Right. Um, so me, we just
1: kind of go through that holistic process from beginning to end.
0: And I know we had talked before and you had explained to me, I know we were talking about uh, paying down debt versus saving money and which route to go. And I, I had it totally backwards. I'll be honest. Like, to me, it was always a, yo, let's just, I owe money. Let's just pay all this off. And then I'll figure out the savings part of it later. Like, okay. I don't want anybody saying, yo, I owe them money. And I think that's a thing. I think that's a thing in our community. Like, I think, I, I think, especially in the African-American community, we don't like to people to say that we owe them nothing. Like, I've talked to my friends about like, oh, they're like, Oh, you lease your car. And I'm like, Yeah, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna purchase anything until I purchase a home. Like, I'll just lease my vehicle mm-hmm. and then give it back to them and get another one. They're like, Well, no, I'm just gonna buy my car outright. I know people that go every tax season and take their tax money and just buy a new car. Every year, because they don't want to, they don't want to feel like they have a loan out,
1: right? Like, and, and I, I was, I think before I started learning more about finance and started just trying to learn about it anyway, that was where my was like, like, I can't buy a new car because I can't finance it. Didn't credit wasn't in the great, you know, the greatest shape. So I was like, if I go there, I mean, I think the the rate I got on my car was like thirteen percent. I was like, crispies for a car loan,
0: yeah, for a car
1: loan, right. So I can tell it can be, you know, hey, I'd rather just pay in cash and not have this thirteen percent interest rate. Right. You know, but then we're not build, like but that.
0: then we're not building at that point, right? Like that's what I learned. Cause right. then, if, then you're not building. Like what I have what I've been learning over the last couple of years is that it's actually helps you to finance some things as long as you're gonna make that payment on time and you're not overdoing it. Yeah, and it's reasonable. Right. And you're not overdoing it, or like I would get credit cards and then just let them sit there. And I heard that's not great for it either. So, I'm like, there's just all this stuff that I'm finally starting to learn. Um, and it took—I mean, I'm 37 years old. It took me damn near 30 years to get to that point. Like, yeah,
1: I'm not too far from you, though, right?
0: Right. So that's <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure out: is it is it just us? Is it our community that's learning these things the wrong way? Um, have you learned that can, in travels here? I'm I'm trying to figure that out.
1: I, I, I mean, I think the best way for for kind of us to kind of differentiate, right, is. I know what it was like for myself growing up and what I learned growing up about personal finance. And it was not very much. Okay. I mean, very, very extremely little. Um, and the fact that, you know, my, my mother passed away when I was 11, then my father, it was a single father. And he was just, honestly, he was just trying to pay the bills and keep us housed and, right. you know, keep, you know, basically pay for it. It's not like we, we weren't living in anything extraordinary. So he was, You know, it was almost a paycheck to paycheck. I mean, there wasn't really much there. There wasn't uh, any plan for savings. There wasn't. um, So I don't even think even in my own family that there was much education around finances. That's one of the reasons why I kind of took a a road and path to start learning more because I just wanted to be that separator. And like, I'm going to be the last person that will say that I'm living paycheck to paycheck in my family. Because beyond me, that's not that's not how it's going to go. It's going to be teaching my teaching my kids how, why, you know how to save money properly and what options you have and understanding the game plan. Right. Um, you know, wow. I just I, I don't want to be that person to continue doing that paycheck and just be okay with it. Right. right.
2: So what 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 um what is your foundation to make sure that you execute that plan um properly on
1: your end? Yeah, question. Oh, Great question. Yeah. So for me, um, first, I want to like, I, I set my own personal financial targets every year. So that's always something that's in the forefront of my mind. Okay, well, you know, I have annual, OCOM, annual income goals um, that I just to continue making sure that I'm moving the needle forward. And I'm not talking about just from the standard 3% I got to raise at work, you know, increases, you know, how can, you know, my goal for the years? Uh, collectively between myself and my wife, is to break over one hundred fifty thousand dollars together. Okay. So, and I continue to make sure that we have some focus and that we have we're, we're paying attention to. It's not something we say, okay, we're gonna, you know, that's our goal. Then we never put a plan in place. Um, so I continue to learn, obviously, investing, you know, investing options that we have to get there, and you know, outside of uh, outside of my finance business, what what are the things can I put in place passively? That I can make that I can make money in. So I just purchased my house, which is a, a duplex, and I purchased that solely for the fact that I would like some like to be out of there in the next two to three years so I can passively make income with rental properties. Right. And to build up to that, you know, in the next five years, my goal is to have 10 units under management. Okay. So just setting those goals that push me forward without having to extend my workday, right? So instead of me having to work other jobs, well now I've got something that's passively working that is minimal, you know, minimal maintenance that continue to can continue to uh, contribute to that. So that's, that's kind of, you know, continue to build upon it. Not just, I don't know, just not being uh, complacent about where I'm at.
0: So I think, I think that would be a good, I know you had to talk about trying to figure out how we could, how you could help, you know, I mean, or, or, or get, get help to people that are, um, in the minority culture to do that. I think that's a great explanation that we don't ever hear. So something as, a- something as minimal as that, as like, let me just set a plan up for the year. This is where I want to go mm-hmm. and then actually follow that plan um, without killing yourself. You know what I mean? You like the word, the things that you said in that statement that caught my eye were work period, like work time. Like, so like mm-hmm. actually ending your work day at some point where like a lot of us are driven by, no sleep, you know, we joke about it all the time. I mean, it's a real joke about it all the time. Like, yo, you work all day. I mean, no sleep, you can sleep when you're dead. No, 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 that's not how that's supposed to work. And I'm starting to realize that myself. Um, and then as far as you know, what I mean, making money when you're not working, not dependent on you sleeping, the three percent that you're going to get every year for cost of living, because all that's doing is going to help you maintain where you're at, it's not going to help you grow that financial, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, that financial
2: bucket that we're essentially all looking for. Right. Yeah. Well, I
1: mean,
2: to Go to right. kind of start on the flip side from Iron, as far as like you know, somebody like myself or Dre's background. Um. Well, first of all, you don't learn about it in school at all. Yeah, they learn about the stock market. You might learn about loans and things of that nature, but you never learn how to help yourself. You know, with money as a tool, how to make money using money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Using to make money. We were always right. taught to save money don't buy sneakers. don't buy this, don't do that, don't do this. Those those are the only things that we were taught in our community as far as, you know, bad investments and, you know, the shiny stuff, the jewelry and things of that nature. So, I mean, me and Dre had this conversation before. It's like, we take too long in the Black community to talk about thousands. Yeah. We talk about hundreds for way too long, a couple of hundred, hundred here, you know, hundreds there. And we do, it takes us... Longer, it seems. So I remember being in school. So I went to school in Penfield. Urban Suburban, baby. And <laughs> there were kids in elementary school talking about how many thousands they had in their bank accounts from their grandparents and parents. And that's something that, you know, as a Black community, for the most part, we can't relate to, right? at right. all. Like, at this point in my life, I'm able to have some odd thousands of dollars sitting, you know, in uh, the market right now that I don't need. So, I think you know, going off what he was saying, planning annually, but also building habits to, you know, make that income or whatever job you have, income you're doing, side hustle, hustle, make more money. <clears throat> so what I started doing was simple. Everybody knows I got a I got a shoe addiction. So, every time I looked at a pair of shoes, say for example, a pair of Yeezys, right? <laughs> 250, to 400. Instead of buying that pair of Yeezys, I put that money in the market. And that's how I got started. Like every time I look at a pair of Air Max 97s on GO or StockX, thing that nature, 170, 180, I forced myself not to buy it and I started buying stocks. Right.
0: And what's so, yeah. is, it's, and that's the thing, I think it starts, we got to start we got to start as a culture looking at our youth and teaching them. Like I was never taught about it. We were always never. taught. I was never taught about that, but I was definitely taught about style. You know what I mean? I was definitely talking about how you put your presentation out to the world, how you look to the world. You know what I mean? Uh, I did a little thing, I ran about it this morning on Instagram about um, somebody will spend their last and be broke. So somebody else can't call them broke. You know what I'm saying? So like that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's essentially what I was taught and no, nothing against my parents, but that's what they were taught. So that's how I learned. Um, and, and I'll tell you the first, the first major stock I bought, bro, I was like pulling teeth to drop 1500. I had it, but bro. I
2: was terrified. I was like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I <laughs> Ten times, bro, to get into Tesla before the split. I was yeah. like, you sure? You sure? You sure? He's like, yes, Dre. Yeah. I was like,
0: I don't know. And like, I felt sick. I'm going to be, so this is the crazy part. I was 1500. That's. And I know it sounds, for some people it may sound like a lot, but $1,500 ain't really that much. $1,500 to invest into a stock that was going to make me money, that was guaranteed to make me money, and you don't really get that in stocks. You know what I mean? And I was hemming and hawing about it while sitting next to, literally right now, a stack of shoes that cost me more than $1,500. So, like, it's it's just crazy to think about. And now we're six months into it, and Tesla's more than double my money. You know what I mean? But, like, I think it's, for us, I think it's a thing where, like, we have to especially people in our age range, we have to unlearn the shit that we were
1: taught and move. And then, and like then it's pre- like, to
0: proceed forward, to teach our youth the right way of doing things.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, one, it's a, it's an instant gratification piece, right? Like you can buy shoes and feel instantly gratified, but putting something in the market and thinking 12 months in advance, like that's, that's a patience thing. And if you, if you can't, you know, get your head around being patient on stuff, it's hard to think about what is my savings going to take me now because it's it's becomes more of a, a scarcity mindset, right? I'm you know I might run out of it, so I'm like I'm holding the stack, you know, so it becomes a scarcity mindset of I'll I'll never have it again, so let me protect it and spend, at least spend it on what I want to spend it on, um, and again it's it's changing that mindset from right now to, um, you know, how like like I said earlier is like how do I. How do I not only help my kids, but then how do I help my how do I start putting something in place for my kids' kids so it's less work for my own kids right. to start thinking about? Right. So I'm I'm changing the mindset from right now to what can I do two generations ahead of me? And this is something you know, something that other cultures already do. Um, you know, in uh, the, the Indian culture, the um the Jewish culture, like they, they think two generations ahead and that's why majority of the wealth is held typically by them, right? right right so you know they're just they're just thinking ahead and it's if you can kind of switch that mindset to like to understand and that it, it's going to take time and it's obviously it's it, the mindset shift is is a whole nother story but that's majority of it i believe okay okay so what i mean just what, from my, go ahead what were we saying i was just saying you know just from what i've kind of just you know observed and kind of researched right right so I know.
0: I mean, did you have? Do you have questions for us? As far as like, I know you were looking to figure out a way to be able to reach out to people and and get people involved, yeah. like. And I know we talked yeah, about and it. You know, I, I will say this: I've definitely dropped the ball on meeting back up with Kyle <laughs> to get this yeah. going. But you would um, be the only one, right? But the but the program that that he has, or that we've talked about. Um, I mean, in all honesty, I think it's. I honestly think Kyle and I, we didn't talk about this before. I think it's catered around people. Uh, like myself you know what i mean like um because it's not like a well you need this to buy into it you know what i'm saying you need to do it's not it's literally i mean well you'll explain it but i mean it's i think it's a great program that i need to get my butt in gear with um but i think that
1: will i just kicked around he can kick you there we go
0: there we go (laughs) i think
1: it actually i think it'll
0: actually work for for minorities more than they they would ever expect it to. to be honest with you because it's a it's relearning the way to do financial stuff. Like, and honestly, it teaches, like you were telling me about like how banks make money off of your money, but yet we put money into banks and want to just let it sit there. Like that's not the way to go with it.
1: You can make that money work for yourself and have a much better return and not be basically donating money to the bank. So there's, there's a way to build that, that savings and investments aspect of it. And that's really what it is. I mean, that's, you know, obviously as, as you saw, it's more of a, education-based um appointment than it is like here are the products that we have how much money do you want to put in what you know like it's it's really because if we never if we never help with the education portion of then the habits will stay the same right so if if we never help help people understand um how to properly make those decisions and obviously saying you know hey listen i could put money in my savings account just keep putting it in there and but not really understanding the effects that it has if, if we're not you know, investing in our 401k at work, or knowing what other alternatives there are to saving um, that yield higher rates of, you know, of of return, um, and right. kind of what what that in, what impact that has on our financial goals.
2: What are some of those other options? Because everybody is still in love with 401ks.
1: Yeah, yeah, as they should. They're they're typically employer provided, right? They right. Um, they're getting they're getting matched at work, which to me is just it's free money that they're giving to you. So what you definitely utilize, it. it's a a piece of the plan, uh, but not the sole piece that we want to continue to put all of our eggs in, right? It's only putting all of our eggs in that one basket and hoping we can return in 40 years when we're done working. Um, So you've got to have other diversification that allows you to, um, you know, when you're looking into individual retirement accounts, IRAs, whether it be traditional or Roth. um, But there's, again, there's other alternatives that you can have more, you know, have more return um on those investment options. How
0: how do you feel how do you feel about the 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 boom of cryptocurrency going on right now?
1: The only crypto I've ever purchased was dogecoin. you, you, <laughs> that's buy, that's you bought dogecoin? Up. You bought <laughs> dogecoin recently <laughs> so, did you buy it? I bought it uh, I think I bought it like 20.023 is what I bought. in, And then I sold out at like 0.058 because they really just stopped moving. So I was just like, I think this is kind of the, it's a trend to me. I ended you know? up buying, I ended so up being
0: lucky enough to buy in a, at 0.011.
1: 0.0, okay, yeah, so. And I haven't yeah, taken it out
0: it's, because it's, the money that I put in is like, it was like dumb money. Like yeah, it was money I was going yeah, lit- to literally buy a pair of sneakers with. I'm not going to lie. Like <laughs> It was like 100. Yeah, and it's
1: it's still up,
0: right? Right. Oh, it's still up. Um, it's still up to five point six or something like that. Yeah. Or point zero five six. Yeah. So so you okay, so you've only got yeah, to like
1: stuff. Yeah, for for crypto, that's that's all I bought. And for for investment stuff too, like when it comes to like stocks and I like, cryptocurrency uh a- investing, that's usually kind of additional money, right? Outside of what I'm already putting into so just as another piece of the puzzle, I just wanna clarify that I got you. It's um it's definitely a piece of the puzzle, but not some since this whole trend has gone down with Reddit, you can imagine how much of these like Facebook posts I'm following, oh yeah, but yeah. then you know, just in these stock um these stock groups, and it's just like, when did everyone become a financial advisor oh, that's overnight. like, put your money here, put your money here or oh, yeah, don't go on those things. those, those things are oh, you'll be throwing your money everywhere and you'll have 50 stocks. And you're, not, you're like, why am I not making any uh, progress here? I'm like, well, you got stuff that's losing just as much as it's gaining. So right. like, that's where you don't. So a lot of people are I'm just like refinancing their house, like just crazy stuff. Um, and then you yeah, have people crying like, oh, I, I put all my money in this. Like, you can't, you've got to have a proper foundation before you can start getting into stuff like that. right? Um, like, you've got to have your other, you know your 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 foundation for for your savings and, in, and your retirement accounts and all that long term stuff kind of already placed. and like this is just so to me it's just like fun money more or less right that additional yeah,
0: exactly like i call it throwaway ex-
1: money. expendable yeah. income right right so uh, what I, I so, it
0: right so what, so what I was asking before was like instead of four one k what what are other options for people? like instead of like investing all their money into a 401k i know once they come to you they'll learn more about it but like what are some some yeah. major things besides the 401k that you could say that people should i mean at some point look into or either like just try to read on because some people don't even know yeah. what to look up on google to figure this stuff out you know
1: sure yeah i think it's learning what each of the products are okay. um first off this is not financial advice yeah uh, this is not a recommendation right but just gotta Say, say the legalities piece. Oh of yeah, it really is just it just sure. just just learning like what are mutual funds? How do they work? Um, what are you know? Just really just diving into what I think is a great resource is Investopedia, is a is a website that you can go and learn everything finance. No um, idea that
0: existed by the way. Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah. Never heard of it, bro. Was- well? uh,
0: okay. All right.
1: Yeah. Cool. And, an, and another great site is uh, Nerd Wallet. Uh, those are two sites that, uh, that I, I've that heard that of visited them frequently. While. Yeah. And it, now you start seeing the commercials with NerdWallet. Right, but right. yeah, Investopedia, they have like, it's literally an encyclopedia specifically for investing in finance and all that stuff. So you can kind of dive in and really learn, um, you know, what some of these, what some of these products are. So again, like with the individual retirement accounts, any sort of mutual funds, um, you know, bonds. Uh, so there's a various, uh, and they all play different pieces. They all, you know, some have a more of a guarantee. Well, i won't to say guaranteeable, but they, they have more of a, like a lower rate of return. So they're a little bit, they're less risky versus, you know, when you're stock trading, that's more of a, uh, more of a riskier chance, right? You're putting the money, you don't know if it's going to go up, going to go down. It's just, just volatile as it is. Um, so, you know, the, the I, that's where I usually do, Like when I first got into finance, one, Dave Ramsey, was was an, an awesome resource as well. That's really where I started, was yeah. reading one of his books. Okay. Um, and then diving into his YouTube channel where I was listening to it every single day until I was just absorbing the information, trying to learn as much as I can from my own personal finance before I even got into uh, the field of finance. So right. um, those are some resources that I've utilized in learning more about individual retirement accounts, municipal bond funds, um, you know these uh, the mutual funds, so like I said those are some some different alternatives than obviously than than riskier stock and crypto trading. Right, right, right.
0: okay, all right, yeah. I mean, I'm I didn't, I, I'm gonna have to make notes of the stuff that you just said because uh, I've never
1: heard. Right, of that that's that. why you're recording this, right? right? Right, right. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. <laughs> let, me, let me put my phone down. <laughs> I, I thought about taking notes as well. I'm like, what am I talking about? This is gonna be right, it's gonna be, it's gonna be posted later. I can, I can look at this. up too. Right. That's
0: right. So have you, now I got a question for you because you're married, right? Correct. Have I you found, <laughs> right. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you agreed. Okay. <laughs> now, um, so have you found it uh, more difficult as a married couple to, to, to get some financial stability or was it easier because there's two of you? So this is, I'm asking this because, um, y'all haven't seen it yet, but the next episode that's going to come out, I was asked the question of, have I finally gotten to the point in my life where I feel like I should settle down with someone? And I said the benefits of it for me right now would mainly be uh, stability, to be honest with you. I feel like that would keep, have somebody that would keep me in check um, and also provide and help provide for the household. So I ain't got to do it all by myself. But
1: yeah.
0: um, is, has it been easier as a married couple or is it is it more difficult?
1: It's, it's, a, it's actually funny that you asked me this question because I... Um, was just talking to uh talking to a man the other day about this. Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, the we kind of set the precedent up front as far as how we're gonna manage our finances, even as boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, we it was to the point where we knew we were gonna go long term with this. So it was a uh, it was just a discussion of how do we manage our finances together. Um, So that way you're not like, because that's, that's actually one of the topics I intend on talking about later as well. Like, how do you manage finances with a spouse or with a significant other? Right. Um, So, which is, I feel is an important conversation. How do you have that conversation Uh, for us? It's very open and I want to make sure that it continues to stay open um, as a conversation. And so we're openly communicative uh, just in general, um, but especially about our finances because it really does affect both of us. But we've been, always managed our finances differently and just split our like we still to this day separate our bills. So she takes care of half the bills. I take care of the other half the bills, and we have our own separate accounts. Okay, that's just how we do it. Obviously different, people, but at the same time, she she knows that she's always you know open to to to, to have an account separately for that I can put money into. So she never has to worry. If she gets into a predicament right happily throwing money in there for, for her to be able to feel feel a little bit more secure in the event that she has to actually use it. Right. right, right. Um, but I mean that's how we've kind of managed it is we we separated up front and just kind of took like, hey, listen, these are these bills are each of our responsibility. You pay that, I pay this, and we've just always kept it separate. But she always does know that she has the security if anything else, if she needs um anything from me. So it's been kind of easy because we kind of set that precedent prior to even getting married. Right. We already I was already trying to have that conversation because when we started dating, you do not want to see my credit score,
0: bro. I mean, not
1: my, good. My, my, not good.
0: My, my parents have <laughs> been together 30 years and that's how I was with them. Like my mom had good credit. My dad didn't at the time. And, and they've, I mean, yeah. they've been together 30 years and they still do everything down the middle. Like it's 50, 50 split. Yeah. They don't have joint accounts. They have, oh, actually they have yeah. one joint account. And that's the one that I got to take care of when they're out of town for a long time. It ain't no money in it though, yeah. it's
1: smart. They just put the bill money in there <laughs> when it's due. They don't leave no big money in there. Make sure to pay the bills, lights Right, long. right, I that's like it. Just make sure the lights on while we're gone. Yeah,
0: that's about it. No, but I, yeah. I was just wondering that because I'm, I, and for me, it's, and and I feel like, I feel like it might be the same in, in in the minority community, especially for men, we don't like to be what I like to call pocket checked. Like it's tough for us. Know. What do you say, it's not true? <laughs> that's just me?
2: I do got a pet peeve with that
0: shit. I do got on. a pet
1: peeve with it. I don't know why. I don't like people asking like about my Man, money. You don't want to show anybody any numbers. That's you know, you it. You don't need to see these numbers. You ain't ready. To <laughs> <see it. laughs> is, that, is that the conversation you're having over there?
0: <laughs> and I think that's my major thing. Like that's that's all. Like even you know, when I was when I was talking about Buddy about it before. Like yeah, I was like yo, it would be nice to have somebody to help me out. But in the same token, I don't really want to have to tell her what I make or what I spend or none of that shit. Like so, it's just me then, right? right. But yeah, oh, 100%. Okay, yeah. all right. Terrell's witnessed me being, like, altercations over this. Like, over, like, paying bill <laughs> at a restaurant, somebody asking me, like, well, how much are you going to tip? And I get annoyed. Like, yo, what do you mean?
2: Like, why are you asking me? It's just, we I don't know, I'm weird like that. I'm yeah. weird like that. That is one of the, you know, hurdles of the mentality about right. money and finance. Like, if you if you don't have it, you have to be open about not having it. Right, right, right. Like is, is that something. Just you know, I'll take care of it, or I'll figure it out. Yeah, if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. And you i figure it out yeah. if you can. But right. you know, most you know people are prideful when it comes to their bread for whatever reason there is. In that age, you know, what I'm saying can't seem like you don't have it, but we know for a fact, a lot of people that you know look like they have it don't, don't have, have it. it. They don't
0: have it. Mm-hmm. And and that's the other yeah. thing. A lot of people that a lot of people that look like they have it don't have it. And I, when people ask me stuff like that, I get weirded out because I'm like, well, wait a second. Like, why are you concerned about what I have? I don't want you. like, cause, because I know I got it. I know I'm good, but I don't need you to know exactly how good I am. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't want any questions
1: Don't, don't want you knocking on the door tomorrow morning going, Hey, listen, I heard you had this much cash. So let me get right. 10 bucks. It's always, it's always <laughs> a defensive thing. Is that, is that the fear that someone's going to ask you for money afterwards? <laughs> Not like,
0: I ain't got tons of money, but I don't. I just don't, I don't like people knowing yeah. exactly where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like yeah. them
1: knowing what I, I like that, them to know. Yeah, and I think it goes along with the three things that people don't like to talk about, right? They don't like talking about money, politics, or religion. Those Correct. are typically the three things that people steer away from. Correct. So I feel like money has just been this taboo subject that we continue not to talk about, right. but then we, we just put ourselves in a corner and like, well, I don't talk about it. And so therefore, I'm too prideful to ask for help right. to even... Start to start moving to, to even just start thinking forward, right? It's yeah. the, the pride is really not only just the, the financial part, but it's just a matter of how do we get people to feel more comfortable having a conversation about money where it's not, uh, where the converse where they don't feel judged, right? We're because I, I feel like that's the worry is that they're gonna, hey, listen, man, I got a hundred bucks in my bank account, I really can't afford to go out. Like, we're, we're afraid to have that conversation, we just rather go out. And, Appear like we're doing well, we're good to go. But when we get home and then we're broke. We don't get my eat the rest of the week, eat ramen right? the rest of the week, right? Right. <laughs> what? Just to just just to yeah. be like, hey, I'm 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 great around all right. my people, but um, but again, you know, so it's part of the pieces why I believe that some people may not move forward in taking control of their finances just because they're afraid to have the conversation, and that's the piece that we kind of got our breakthrough to make sure that they don't feel judged when having that conversation, like and you know, when i sit down it's listen i'm here to help that's right. that's the purpose i'm here to help you so i have to understand where you're at no judgment whatsoever but how do we get you to where where you want to be yeah um so that's part of the psychology of some of these meetings basically is like breaking through that shell and being trusting because that's what you get you you definitely have to be trusting for people to divulge their financial situation correct um, so
0: i'm just major, not trying major. to be I'm not trying to be the 80-year-old door greeter at Walmart, bro, like. What do
2: you
0: mean? They don't
1: have those anymore. They were replaced.
2: Now was the time to go and sit down with Kyle instead of having that mentality and being worried about what somebody else outside thinks Is sitting down with somebody like Kyle and saying, yo, this is what I got. This is what I make. This is where I want to be. How can you help me get there? Right. It's it's like like going to the bank, you know what I'm saying? Your bank account balance really ain't popping. And you know that the title is kind of loud. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I just want to take a twenty bucks. You know, what I'm the whole twenty. You know, don't lower your voice. Lower... <laughs>
1: yeah, you're <right. laughs> nice, uh, nice. like 19.99. To leave one in there just for the yeah. just for the boys. When, <laughs> so when, when I was a teenager, <laughs> I would
0: wait at the back of the line if there was a fine girl up there. i like, no, nope, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the be like,
1: nope. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. What old lady? At. And uh, where you can start. And you know, where you wanna be. And like that's that's one of the biggest things that changed about my mind <clears throat> getting into uh stocks. Um, Kyle, I don't know if you know much about, you know, because we don't talk, but uh recently put down a down payment on my third um residential lot, uh half acre of land down here in Southwest Florida. Um, nice. and just changing the mentality of it and sitting down with the guy that I've, you know purchase and finance through and tell them, Hey, look, how did you do this? This is where I'm, you see exactly where I'm at. You see exactly what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? I, I recognize the growth in this area. It's the fastest growing area in the U S right now. Southwest <laughs> uh, Green left, um, but it's being bought up fast. So like, what is it that, you know, I can do now to figure out how to, you know, put this around or trade and pay up to a duplex lot do a, a owner-occupied situation and, you know, move out of it, yada, yada, yada. Um, and really, again, it goes back to the you know conversation we just had about being honest about what you can do. So could I buy uh, the $7,000 lot outright at the time? No, I couldn't. But I found a program where I can finance it on 20% down, no credit check, automatic debit, no penalty for early payoff. You know what I mean? Like there's a, so many programs out there that people won't look for because we got to cash out every time, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just staying liquid, paying it like a bill. Yep. And when you get a chunk, you pay it off, you know what I mean? And you move on to the next one, or you roll that funds that you you know you sell into something else or something bigger and continue to climb up the ladder. So I think, you know, thinking it out now, another one of the biggest steps for us as a culture is not always having to a bag on something. You know what I mean? Like, you're starting... You're going to figure it out. You're going to roll it into something. You're going to cash out on that. You're going to figure this out and just take it step by step. We've seen so much overnight celebrity and you no know, cash happen on the internet now, entertainment and GameStop and, and all that shit. And people thinks it's always going to happen like that. And I can tell you straight up, like it's not.
0: And I think a lot of it comes down to, like I said, we were taught before to like, you stack up as much money as possible and then throw all at it and just pay for everything up front where that's not, like, I think we need to realize that financing is is the the it's way to puzzle. go for longevity like
2: it's a whole puzzle yeah like, yeah, yeah a whole, so puzzle, we're- a whole bunch of moves and, and trade ups and you know things of that nature, so I think that's another one of those big things that if in your program you're trying to incorporate is to let people know that there are you know weekly goals there are monthly goals there are annual you know every five years, every 10 years, you know, these are mile markers that you probably want to hit if this is what you want to do with your finance and not just, okay, by the end of the year, we're going to make 50 M's, it's over.
0: Right, right, right. It's not going to work that way. It's it's you it's know? a rarity that it works that way. You either you either got to yeah, be I mean, a, a rapper or a football yeah. star, you know what I mean, an athlete I, for it to happen overnight.
1: But you, be, you almost have a better chance of being struck by lightning.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, so where, so to, where do they yeah, start?
0: Where do they start, Kyle? So what? Okay, so I know they need to contact you. Where do? Where would they? Where would you suggest them to start with all of this?
1: Like, what yeah, I mean, first what do they need
0: to get together before they contact you, or where do they contact you?
1: Yeah, you can contact me. um One, you can you can find me on on, on Facebook or um, Instagram. I'll put uh, all the Kyle Jackson on the bottom, too yeah you I'll get, I'll send you those links uh, and then I'll give you my contact email address as well. Uh, but you know, just simply typically when I meet with people for the first time, it's just a simple conversation just to kind of get in, you know have a have a conversation about you know where they're at where where what are their goals um how seriously? You know, how seriously because I feel like the the one the one piece I come across with a lot of um, clients that I deal with is the discipline. So you know how much, how much discipline do they have if they really want these goals? Are they disciplined enough to stay focused and and you know stay on track? Um, so I think those are you know I said Facebook, Instagram right now. Then obviously uh, I send my email address over as well, so you can send me you know they can send me an email address as well. We can connect um, through Zoom or however it may be wherever they're at. Oh yeah, uh, those are you know. But I think as far as starting is just one. Ask yourself: Are you serious about your goals? Are you serious about being financially independent? And do you want to learn more about how you can pass on generational wealth? So you're not just thinking for the now, but you think for your future generations that you are um, you know that you'll be leaving behind and get them get them started a foot a, a foot ahead, right? right? And then just one by one teaching them the same the same concepts that i'm that I'm sharing. You can teach that same stuff to you, to your own kids and help them understand how to understand finance. So it just it doesn't end with you, um, uh, but it starts with you.
2: It's not just the hashtag, man. Yeah. Everybody you know, talking about trucking businesses, there are so many different avenues to get to where you want to be. And there's so many different ways to grow your cash and, you know, roll into something else. Like, uh, I follow a lot of stuff on Instagram. There's some great information out there, but there's way too much information. We all know that. Right. So. And this, this is good to talk to someone on your level because we're always looking at people that are way far above and beyond, you know, where we are for the most part, you know what I mean? Not for everybody, but you know, you're looking at, you know, somebody who's, who's got cash, plenty of cash to play with. Then it's just good to, some, to speak to someone on your level, you know, realistically about where you are and how you can grow. Because I mean, just this year as a novice on, um you know, in the market, I've, I think i made, four grand. right? And I, I can you, I have absolutely no professional training. I have no advisor. Like I just, I, I read up. If I feel good about something, I'll do it. You know, and that's just what's got me to this point. Now for me, and this is a question I'll ask you like, and I'll be, you know, super transparent. Um, I have that land. I don't know if I want to build on it. I don't know if I want to sell it. Um, I have about eight grand in the stock market. And I'm looking to kind of take my stock market you know, investment long term to the next level. Um, going into this year, what do you think would be um, stock market-wise specifically, um, great investments? You now who are you looking at? ETFs, companies? I know Mark Cuban was talking about you know, AI and things of that nature. What do you think is really going to like you know, grow you know, 10, 20 percent uh, in this 12month? Time,
1: yeah. Um, you know, for me, when I look at uh, as far as investments in the stock market and 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 whatnot, I think of obviously the current administration and where they're kind of focusing around, uh, as far as the current presidential <laughs> administration. You know, obviously, we're we're kind of back to that that Democratic Party running the house, and a lot of the focus obviously is is going to be on renewable energies, um, you know, obviously through through solar when you know, when so I think a lot of the focus is going to be on it. On those growing, uh, obviously the tech industries, uh, there's a lot of tech growth right now uh, without any, naming any specific stocks, but I usually kind of identify where should I be following uh, when it comes to different sectors and keeping an eye on it. But again, based on, uh, I go by some political party that's in the house, where, do they, where are they gonna be putting money behind and investing in to help grow? And th- that's what I kind of look at.
2: Green energy. Yeah, green energy, electric. Green
0: and
1: I'm uh sure. you know they yeah, haven't turned electric. me wrong
2: yet electric neo yeah. tesla I
1: mean, keep,
0: all done me great
1: hey, Yep. Yeah. keep in mind also there, you know with obviously uh democratic party in the house there's more push behind legalizing and, and uh medicalizing weed in in yeah. places as well so there's a big cannabis market that's popping right now um so like i said it's it, to me it's kind of based off of who's in the who's in the house we got or yeah house, we got a um the big, the big house Speaking
0: of the cannabis end of it, we got a local company here that does. They're actually a very big company. They do a lot of uh, like wines and spirits or whatever, but they're pushing mm. very firmly on that cannabis era. Like, and it's I like I was like, you know what? Let me just buy a couple of these stocks, and they've done nothing but grow in the last. I know mean, Constellation, you know Constellation Brands, that big ass company. So I was like, oh, let me just yep. look. I read a couple of things and I was like, let me poke away at that. And that, I think you're right. That renewable energy is going to be the move for 2021. And I mean, even 2020, for the next four years, while we have this, the Democratic Party in office right now.
1: Yeah. And that's the also, also thing to keep in mind too, is um, when you look at like at what kind of stopped at the beginning of the pandemic and what will come back out on the other side, because some right. things that don't, uh, that won't stop is going to be travel. Right. But travel was hit hard. by Right. Uh, by the pandemic because everyone just stopped traveling and there's still minimal travel it's minimal travel happening um so it's still you know think about the, those businesses that stopped because of the pandemic that are gonna like they're going to have to restart right right um so something that could come back
0: yeah airlines yeah. are definitely going to have to restart your your uh, your,
2: your
0: uh, yeah hotels rental cars
2: that nature airbnb has been uh, consistently climbing up since the yeah. ipo drop
0: Bro. Uh, that IP, ooh, when I IPO... People love I to travel. So upset. I was so upset <laughs> with that IPO draw. I did not expect it to be that high.
2: But... Yeah. That uh, nice. it's, double. it's more than double now.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's still in there. That money's still there. I'm not touching it. I've learned that. I've learned not to put it in there and don't I touch
1: mean, it. I yeah. think with Airbnb really only being the p- people place to tra- uh, they re- re- refer- or, um they or would like to travel to because right. you don't you don't have to go into a hotel full of... A bunch of other rooms where people are, right? So you go on Airbnb because it's just you. (laughs) It's just you and your family. Um so that's kind of the uh where they prefer to be staying at this point.
2: That's 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 a great point that Dre was just making is that he wasn't touching it. And and you know, minority communities, there isn't many a time where you have money piled up that you can't touch or that you won't touch, you know what I mean, or that you'll leave there you know, looking at it and just have it sit there for a rainy day or two days, but sometimes those rainy days are every other day. Um, So coming up, you know, with that scarcity mindset, we have to realize that there is always enough, you know, for us to go and get Yeah. So like, we always think about what we need as far as, you know, someone like Kyle, who's now thinking about generations ahead, he's thinking about what he wants.
0: Right, right, right. Where well, we always tend to think of what we need at this moment in time.
2: Right. So if we can position ourselves to be able to think about the things that we want, instead of just saying, "All right, I only have enough for what I need." Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's really a huge step too, and that's again comes from your habits. You know what? What kind of position or education or uh, life skills are you teaching yourself? You know, what I mean, to attain this, because that's really what it comes down to. Nobody's going to give you anything.
1: Yeah, let me ask you this, Dre. Yeah. Uh, you you have a phone bill, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a phone bill. Yeah. You have the bill for rent. Yeah. Right. You pay those. Yep. Yeah. Right. You got to pay the Dre bill. So that's 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 the difference. When you pay the Dre bill, that's future Dre bill. Right. So you you paying that? You pretend that money's already gone. Dre ain't been you don't paid, look at
0: it again. Dre ain't <laughs> been paid by Dre in years. That's <laughs> what so I'm putting yeah, in right. with you. Yeah, future
1: future Dre needs to be paid by current Dre a little bit right. more often. That's yeah, what right. happens. Right. That way, you like this is this is my this is my fun money for the weekend. This is it. I don't even this all this is already written off. And and that's just written off to the bills.
0: That's the thing. I'll put like we well, I'll put money towards the fun part for Dre and then I forget about paying future Dre for you know, investments and longevity. And that, and that's the, I think that's the key. That's a very good point to make because I've seen people, I've literally watched people like some of my employees will be like, all right, I got to pay this. I got to pay this. I'll watch them write it out at work. And then I'll like, all right. And then this is, this will be my spending money for the week. And not, nowhere on there is there. This is my savings money. This is my stock market money. This is my IRA money. Like none of that, none of that. And so yeah, that is a, that is a thing that we need to we need to start teaching to people
2: more. Like you got to pay Classic. yourself. Classic is uh fifty. Was it fifty thirty twenty, Kyle?
1: Yeah, we usually teach. So with uh, we usually at least have people start at like ten percent. Like just at least pay yourself ten percent at the very least. But twenty percent is a a solid target for um, you know, to to at least for your income, your expenses. Hey, listen, twenty percent right. if you can get to that point, but. I always say, "Hey, listen, we're just getting started. That's typically where I'm at with a lot of my clients is we're at the beginning uh, phases of this. Let's just get you starting to save ten percent and see if, see how you feel from there. Right. And then obviously, the goal trying to increase that to fifteen and 20 percent. I mean, because like once you start once you understand the the power of compounding interest, Mind blowing, bro! I'm telling you, mind blowing information.
0: I need to get a hold of Kyle. He went through the just the, even the fact of the way that he showed me how to build your financial house is literally upside down from the way that I do it. Like
1: the way that now, I was.
2: Let him, let him explain compound interest. Like okay. a, do a, do a quick like gloss over of compound interest for people.
1: This is this yeah, is compound interest. If you <laughs> so we we teach a, a concept called the the rule of seventy two, which really is just a a visual of how compound interest works. So imagine, hey, listen, I'm gonna put, put $100 in the bank and the, just for the, the simpleness of math, right? Um, let's say, okay, you're gonna earn a 1% interest rate. So I put a hundred bucks in there, I never touch it, next month I have $101. Correct. Well, if I never put another dollar in there, that the very next year I have $101 of which now I'm making 1% on that, even though the $1 is not my money. Right, it's the interest you made off of your money. It's the interest from the previous year. So the following year, now I've got one hundred and two dollars. I've still not put another dollar in this in this account. Now I'm still getting the one percent interest on one hundred and two.
0: Not on so not continues 90%. to
1: right on not on just a hundred, right? Yeah. Um, and and you got to keep in mind that compounding interest it can either work for us or it can work against us. So think of that same theory when you take out a credit card.
0: Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, so on the yeah. backside,
1: they they're using credit card companies typically will use that theory against you because we're all uninformed. We don't know how that works. Right. Yeah. Um, So when we're more informed, we can make that, we can understand why we don't need credit cards or why we need to get away from, um, from relying on cards as a, as an emergency fund, it's not an emergency fund, you know, and putting those proper, that proper foundation in place. So in the event of an emergency that we've got, we're not, resorting to our credit cards or having to go get a loan to pay for something that we've we've already planned for this moment because it's not, it's not, if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. So properly preparing for that moment. So, but yeah, I mean, compounding interest is is huge when you can understand that when it works for you and it works against you.
2: right. Right. I think the biggest word that we haven't talked about yet is sacrifice. (laughs) what's that I don't know what that is
1: it's a strong strong word
0: Uh, what's that what's this word what's this word you speak of (laughs) sacrifice now (laughs) I'm only laughing because I am literally the definition of someone who hates to sacrifice I hate giving away my comfortable feeling in life so that's why I'm laughing right now
2: but no go ahead man go ahead you have not touched on you know uh delayed gratification and you know not always having the newest latest and greatest and freshest and shiniest um which is you know a huge deterrent to you know this newfound favorite term of everybody else on the internet of generational wealth that are still living off the same habits um you know i mean personally like i haven't bought a new car in yeah bro like I've, i've when did you go around? <laughs> go around my neck is worth like more than a car driver now. Yeah. The shoes I have in my closet are worth more than what I'm living right now because I don't, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? My priorities have changed. So when you see me, I don't care if I don't look like what you think I'm supposed to look like. But it takes time to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like it, was, it wasn't always a, a, a comfortable feeling, you know, being out and not, you know, giving off. The, the, the reputational vibe that I have. Correct. But yeah. at the point now, I just kind of pick and choose about the things that I want and, you know, sacrifice other ones so I can put larger chunks away or put larger chunks to work for me. And, and on
0: top of that, to be honest with you, when you get to the point of not giving a fuck of everybody else's opinion, it's actually a freeing feeling. Besides Absolutely. it being a financial gain, and again, these are things that I've just started to learn myself. Um, <laughs> it's it's a freeing feeling. Like, yeah, like, it's it's cool. I have a lot of cool shit, but that's all collected cool shit over the years. Like, if we look at what I've done in the last year or so, like, I haven't really gone crazy on anything. Uh, half of the yeah. shit on my neck was given to me. You know what I'm saying? These were all gifts or handed down to me. I think the only thing I paid for was this one here, and that was probably the cheapest out of all of them. But, like, I was saying, like like Terrell was saying, like, I think sa- sacrificing is a very big key. I hate to sacrifice my comfortability in things, um, but I have sacrificed as far as um, my spending habits and invested in things more lately just because there's got to be an end of this shit. As you start to get older, you realize, I can't do this forever. No one should want to work forever. The only people yeah, that really still want to work are the people who are retired and bored. And that's only because they're bored. It's not because they
1: have to right they want to stay active right right it's right. You know, it's, under, it's understanding that short-term sacrifice for long-term gain yeah is, is. is what it is it's it's being a little uncomfortable now to be more comfortable later on and i don't think that people I, I think people just don't understand how to really embrace being uncomfortable now for a short period to understand that they don't they don't even want to be uncomfortable that's that's just dangerous zone or danger zone for them right
2: yeah
1: um
0: and they don't want other people to see them uncomfortable. They want other people to see that right. they've done it and they've made it. That's like a thing. A yeah. thing is like, it's oh, I'm social
1: man, facade, right?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm doing my thing. Like, that's a thing now. It's so weird. I got it out the mud. I got it out the mud. Right. That's a that's a big thing. I got it out the mud. Like I said the other, I said, yo, just because we done made it out the hood don't mean we done made it, nigga. Like we still, <laughs> we still trying to get there. <laughs>
1: Right, I'm still here hustling.
0: Right, I'm still here trying to get this money. I'm still trying to get this. And and instead of just trying to get this money, I think that's the other thing. A lot of people focus on, I'm trying to get this money, I'm trying to get this money, I'm trying to get this money. But once you get the money, then what is it doing for you? Like you can't just use the money to buy shit. Like people want to get money so I can get this, I'm getting this money so I can buy it. I can buy Mm -hmm. this and I can buy this. That's cool, but like in five years, all that material bullshit, means nothing i literally have six bags of clothes that i went through during quarantine i took everything that doesn't have our logo on it and threw it in a bag to donate shirts and bottoms don't have my logo on it it's going to get donated it's such a waste of shit (laughs) that i've spent money on over the years i had to look at it like i could have been i could have been putting this money away or i could have been putting this money into investments in the five six years that i've had this stuff here that i haven't worn it that's the other thing. A lot of shit gets bought and people get it and they get tired of it before they even put it on their body. It's a total waste where we can invest in something else. So I think that's another thing. Again, it comes along with that learning thing and definitely with what Taral said with sacrifice. And at least yeah. my next
2: stuck yeah. is invest self. Oh, that's the yourself. Exactly. Not just monetarily. Not just monetarily. We do not read enough.
1: Yeah. Investing. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a great point. Investing in yourself is a hundred percent because it, I mean, my wife can tell you I have more than you can imagine self-help books or learning something new. Right. Um, but I mean, for me, it's just like, I need to, it's almost like I can continue need continually need to feed my brain. On stuff I should be thinking about because some of the stuff is I'm re- I'm reading I'm like I don't even know where to even start,
2: right? And that's part
1: of you know part of being on on this podcast with you both is I it's in order for me to be helpful in our community and in in your community as well. How can I how can I learn like reach out to understand? So this is and more in, you know investing in myself as well to learn more how I could be of assistance and and really get a firsthand view. Um, and th- that's how I. You know that's how I want to come into this, and I, you know, obviously I appreciate the conversation.
0: No, and I, and I, and Here, that I gotta, fir- the, f- the first step was this, was that was literally contacting someone, knowing that hey, I don't know how to get into this yet. Like I don't know how to get how I can get involved or how I can get be helpful. But oh, a- Terrell, What was you I about to say?
2: I'm gonna become an official client of Kyle. I like All it. Right. So I'll be there, Kyle. I like it.
1: so by default dre becomes (laughs)
2: right (laughs) well i'm saying like we can we can share the experience
0: right so then that way we can we can come back and explain to people how it's going because i'll keep it real with you kyle and and people are probably not going to agree with me on this but i'm gonna be real with you um to have someone that looks like them who has been through it and can be like hey i vouch for this it's a big thing in our community Um, When it's coming down to like, I told somebody the other day, they were like, Oh, are you going to get the COVID vaccine? Because I mean, I'm a diabetic. And I said, Yeah, yeah, as soon as I see some more people that look like me with it, and tell me how it went, then I'll do it. Like, I'm just, there's just so there's been so much. There's been so much betrayal towards our community over the years, you know what I'm saying? That it's hard, even Mm -hmm. though I know that you're an ally, we know, you literally had to get it out the mud yourself coming from Dover, Florida, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but. People don't know that, and they just take the exterior. You know what I mean? So, again, if you get people like yeah. me that are like, I don't like people checking my pockets, you know what I'm saying? Or people that are just mm-hmm. not trustworthy, it's sometimes easier. So, I think having people like me and Surround that'll go through the program and then being able to come back and be like, yep, this is the way it works. Like,
2: Yeah. Hey, three to six months, we come back and we reconvene. You know what I mean? And That's a good meditate. idea. And, and, you know, share, you know, failures and successes and, you know, all oh, that, I think it'd be real dope to do. I think so too. Yeah, I
1: think good.
0: I, uh, I mean, shit, let's do June. June is yeah. a, good, a good market. I mean, I'm, shit, on me, I'm
2: ready right now. Nigga. No, no,
0: I mean, like to come back. <laughs> I mean, to come back, to come back, to come back and talk about it. Yeah, but I think that's, I think that'd be great. Well, should we yeah. get yeah. out of here, Kyle? Do you have any other questions for us?
1: Even unrelated? No, I to mean, audiences. any other questions? Uh, no, I mean, at one, I just want to say thank you both um, for having this conversation, you know, for, for allowing me to have this conversation with you both, because it really was a learning experience for myself. Um, because, you know, I've, you know, I've always felt with, you know, as one with you, Dre. I mean, it's of always course. been a great yeah, relationship yeah. Since, since we met each other. We've always been real cool. And I want to make sure that if there's a way that I can help you or your family or anyone, um, you know, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, reaching that hand out and then, you know, that I'm here.
0: No, no, I, t- t- I totally appreciate that. Literally, I do. Terrell, how about you, man? You got any, any last questions or last remarks?
2: Nah, man. Um, always good to be here every once in a while. You know, I'm camera time too much, but. Right. uh, yeah. This is, um, this is something that I talk about with you. Uh, I mean, everything I do, I share with you. You know, every move I make, I always call you before I make it. I'll let you know why I'm making it. You know, even if you're a part of it or not. Yeah. Um, uh, my man, Sean, and my brothers, Nate, Randy, like, this is what we talk about on a daily basis. And really talking about it more will lead to people thinking about it more, focusing on it more, and doing more. Cool. Like, sometimes just turn the music off, turn Instagram off, turn Facebook off, turn all that shit off, and really focus on, you know, your life and what you're going to have to do to win in this game that, you know, we're set up to losing, Like, straight up. Literally. I mean
0: and I, and I I'll, I'll end it with this man. Um we got to take that chip off our shoulders sometimes. We we learn we learn negative things as a youth sometimes um and we have to step back and sometimes admit The people before us didn't know, they didn't learn the best way, so maybe they didn't teach us the best way, and we have to unlearn some of these negative things. Um, Myself included, uh, like I said, I'm the one that'll be like, don't check my pockets. They were talking about reading books. I don't read books, Um, but I have learned to do it the way that I can. I do shut off the music in the car. If I'm not doing a a Dre Says video or a rant or whatever, um, I play books on tape. I'm big into that. I look on YouTube. um, I watch videos and movies and anything I can on it to get this information because um, Terrell told me a very long time ago, we used to have a group chat and he's like, it just kills me because we have a group chat full of very intelligent people. And all we do is send memes back and forth and talk shit and not try to grow and learn from each other. Um, So with people like Kyle, who are out here to help us um, with having business partners like Terrell and shit like that, like it'll literally... Uh, change your life to relearn the right way to do things yo I appreciate the hell out of y'all man this was dope uh, and this is the Dre Says Podcast y'all I will catch y'all next time peace day after day
2: I must face a world of strangers where I don't belong
1: I'm not that strong